Welcome to Best Laid Plans of Mice and Jen, a podcast covering all the plans a homeschooling mom makes and how they end up somewhat successful. From homeschooling to motherhood to just surviving and thriving in life, join me, your host, as I take a humorous look at ordinary situations to find the serious business of living a satisfying and fulfilling life. Hi, and welcome to Best Laid Plans of Mice and Jen. I'm your host, Jennifer Villasenor. The title is a play on words from a poem entitled To a Mouse by the Scottish poet Robert Burns. The phrase is actually the best laid plans of mice and men oft go awry. Even before marriage and children, my plans would go off the rails. And my dear friend cleverly coined this play on words. HR, you get props. Even more now, with all the plans of homeschooling and just living life, especially in this crazy and incredible time in history, my plans oft go awry. But after 12 years of homeschooling, I have discovered that there is still fulfillment and satisfaction and lots of laughter, despite being foiled again. When I decided to homeschool almost 14 years ago, I had beautiful scenes in my mind. I mean, they were beautiful. I only had one child at the time. And she was only two. <laughs> Eventually, I ended up with three. But in my mind's eye, I saw a crackling fire, a lovely table set out with tea and scones and cream in an immaculate house with the smells of dinner cooking in the kitchen and all my children hanging on every word as I read Pride and Prejudice with such enthusiasm that even Jane Austen would appreciate. It was my delusions of grandeur, though, that made the first several years of homeschooling so very difficult. My children wouldn't sit still. My kids really didn't like tea. And quite frankly, I would much rather have a Diet Coke. And I also did not have a housekeeper. So my house was and is less than immaculate. And I confess that sometimes cereal is not always for breakfast. I felt like such a failure. Um, I felt called to homeschool though when my daughter was about two years old, which was strange since I was a public school teacher. <laughs> I taught two years of middle school, also known to me as purgatory, and then seven years of high school, which in contrast felt like the promised land. I enjoyed my job and I loved being in the classroom and high school kids are so funny and they were so much fun. It was a great nine years. And I only knew of one homeschooling family and I thought it was kind of odd that they homeschooled but I also saw a wonderful family. The children were delightful. They were lovely. And they were really quite witty for seven and five-year-olds. Maybe there was something to this homeschooling thing. Of course, things change when you have your own children. And I began to see the school system through the eyes of a parent, not the student or the teacher I once was. And I was horrified at the prospect of putting my children in a room with some of the teachers with whom I, as an adult, did not feel comfortable with. No doubt there are many wonderful, dedicated teachers that are making a remarkable difference. But the chances of my children being under the sole authority of not one of those amazing teachers was more than I could bear. Not to mention the testing. Don't even get me started on the testing. And that was 13 years ago. I can't even imagine what it's like now. I, I would lose my mind. And so I set off to homeschool. I think I read every book in the library about homeschooling, like every one of them. And I scoured the internet at the time when it was just beginning to truly boom with all the websites with homeschooling blogs and so on and so forth. And I had the burning question, how do I do this? There was so much information. You, you may or may not know, 
But there are many different types of homeschooling and educational philosophies regarding homeschooling. And I know this because like I tried every single one of them and I'm not exaggerating. I tried curriculum in a box, classical education, Charlotte Mason, unit studies, child-led learning, relaxed uh, homeschooling, eclectic homeschooling, unschooling, car schooling, co-ops, classrooms, cl classroom settings, charter schools, online classes, even before COVID. And at some point in, in our journey, in our homeschool journey, we have dabbled in every one of those, every single one, trying to find the right fit. How do I make this work? And also you may or may not know, but there are many different ways to schedule your day. You can do the same subjects at the same time every day, you could stagger your day. You could do a history and science twice a week or do science one semester and history the second semester. You, you can follow a routine. You can follow your child's rhythm, which gets complicated when you have more than one child who have different rhythms. There was starting later in the morning after doing chores or later in the afternoon after doing field trips in the morning. Yep, I tried all of those. Oh, and then there's the school calendar. September to June, August to May, year round. But then when does your school year start? When does it end? In California, we're required to have 180 days of schooling, but there are 365 days in a year. Hmm. Do you follow the local school district calendar? Do you make up your own? So, so many questions. So many decisions, so many decisions. I, ugh, so many decisions to make and I felt so inadequate. And I had, I mean, I, I taught in a school, I should be able to do this, but what if I ruin my kids? What if I completely mess this up? What if I make the wrong decision? So the idea of putting them back in school was like, well, yeah, but I can't. I just couldn't send them to public school and private school is just not an option for us. And besides, it would feel like I had abdicated my parental role to the school system and I just couldn't do that. So now that my oldest is a junior in high school and my middle is an eighth grader and my youngest is in third grade, I look back and I am so grateful, even with so many things that did not go as I had planned. <laughs> it has been hard. It has been exhausting. It has been frustrating and confusing. But it has also been liberating, fulfilling, beautiful, rich, full, satisfying, and so much more. I hope to be able to share with you, with minimal crying, all the things that help me and my biggest hope is that it will also help you. I want to direct you to resources that save my sanity and have episodes that will be informative and will make you laugh. I enjoy a good guffaw, don't you? In the meantime, I want to share with you three things that have kept me grounded through this journey. And maybe we can go deeper into these topics in future episodes. At the end of the day, these are the three things I hope our family will achieve. Number one, and I have said this prayer about my children since before they were even born, that my children will know and love the Lord Jesus Christ and live a life that honors him. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Matthew 6, 33. Two, that my children will be productive members of society and fulfill the destiny that God has for them, however that may look. And three, that at the end of the day, my children and I are on speaking terms. <laughs> I want my children to know that the learning is beautiful, important, and useful. It is not the end all. They are people with a soul and spirit made in the image of God, fearfully and wonderfully made. And I pray I will not crush that in the name of modern education. 
These have kept me grounded and on track, not perfectly. It reminds me of the proverb that says, in our hearts we make our plans, but the Lord directs our steps. So maybe the plans that have gone awry is just the new direction of our steps by the Lord. Perhaps. That's all for now. Let's see what comes out of all this. I hope to bring in some guests to discuss lots of topics, including homeschooling philosophies, different curriculums, learning disabilities, special needs, and lots more. I would love to know what you would like to hear about in upcoming podcasts that would be helpful to you. You can follow me at Best Laid Plans of Mice and Jen, or you can email me at bestlaidplansofmiceandjen at gmail.com and ask me your questions. I may not have the answers right away, but let's see how we can figure them out together. Thanks for listening to the first ever podcast of Best Laid Plans of Mice and Jen. I hope to chat again soon.